Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Although I guess I should I do. actually like make this special because we have a guest for the first time in ages. We're here with Harley Knox cosplay. Oh my God. Someone, finally. <laughs> It's a pleasure, truly. So, I think we're gonna have fun. I put things on a Google Doc that we're gonna talk about. Sounds good to me. Although, before we talk about anything, one, how was everyone's day? And two, I just have some things that I would like to um, complain about, because we do a lot of that here on the Fighting With Friends podcast, and I think we're pretty good at it. I I am an, I have a degree in complaining. Oh, we love to see it. Oh, Yeah. Um, my day was, um, I don't know how to phrase this in a way that if my boss sees it, he doesn't fire me. <laughs> he really angered me today. You Let know, sometimes it, it happens. Uh, he dropped, uh, I dropped a huge pile of projects on his desk that were completed and ready to be reviewed like a week and a half before the deadline. And today was the deadline and five minutes before the deadline, he decided to start reviewing them. And he found an error, which was totally, like, it was a miscommunication error, so it wasn't like I did technically anything wrong. It was something I just had to quickly fix. But um, it it applied to about 30 different items in a project. I would have set myself on fire right then and there. five minutes before the deadline that all of them needed to be changed. Oh, boy. So I was, I just, I looked at him and I was like, with all due respect, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I probably would have said it in a much more rude way. So, I mean, good for you. Uh, well, he, he, I am, I am very lucky. I work in HR as my regular Monday through Friday, nine to five job. And mm-hmm. I do cosplay at every other waking moment. Love but, it. Um, he, I'm really lucky in my day job. I love my boss. He's actually a really, really great boss. And he has told me like, in terms of work-life balance, if I ever tell him I need a day off, he'll just approve it. He doesn't even need a reason. Oh, we stand. Yeah, and he's he's offered to mentor me because this is like my first big office job, and it's in my field, so it's 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 really great. And he's offered to help me study for certifications, and like I wouldn't trade it for the world. But like God, today I wanted to strangle him. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Brooks, how was your day? Do you have anything to add? Because, my, like, the things that happened in my day, one of them is the thing that leads into the complaining. The other thing is just something that I think is funny. Dang. No, I, uh, my day was fine. Love Get that ready. for you. So, um, here's a thing that occurred today that 
just annoys me a lot. Um, I have said before on this podcast, like, I love online shopping. I love purchasing items online as much as the next girl, but I hate that it has pretty much caused the death of, like, brick-and-mortar retail because I bought a swimsuit online and the bottoms were too small. So I'm going to return them, but I can't get the matching, like... Like, I can't get the matching ones anymore because the size, like, the mediums are sold out. So I was like, okay, the top is black and white. I'm just going to get a plain white bottom until they restock them because I want to wear the top on vacation. I go to my local mall. I walk around for, like, over an hour. I look in every single store that sells swimwear. I cannot find a single plain white swimsuit bottom that does not indecently expose me anywhere. Zara, H&M, Macy's, JCPenney, Aerie, Urban Outfitters, nothing. And I just... Doesn't surprise me. I love buying things online. I really do. But the fact that I cannot walk into a store, make sure something fits my body before I purchase it, and then leave, the fact that that is so difficult to do now annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, imagine, so I used to be a size 16, which is, it's it's not, it's not shopping friendly, let me tell you that. And it's definitely not cosplay friendly or cosplay community friendly, which sucks, but uh, that's a topic for another time. So I've For a lost... podcast much more serious than this one. Yeah, been there, done that. Like, <laughs> would rather not repeat, but like, we can maybe if you need to. But anyway, um, and then... <clears throat> I lost two dress sizes over the last two years, mm-hmm. and I I get better comments, but I also have an easier time finding stuff in stores. I can only imagine if you're not a standard size, or like for me, my like my I have a ten inch difference between my bust, waist, and hips. So there's ten inches between my bust, ten inches between my or my bust and waist and then 10 inches between my waist and hips. So like it does, it's, it's very hard to find clothes that fit me, but I hate shopping. I hate it because I never find anything that fits. I am like one of the most, I think, average sized people you could find. Like, I feel like I am just smack in the middle of so many, like, this is a size medium. And even then, like, you run into your things where it's like, oh, like, you know, it doesn't quite fit perfectly. Like, I just, just cannot imagine. It sucks. And so I've, I just, part of the, part of the reason I'm better at sewing now than I was a couple of years ago is because as soon as I lost the weight and my body now has these weird, funky measurements, I had to learn to alter everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like paying the dry cleaner to alter it all the time. So oh, yeah, I, I just taught myself how to do it myself. <laughs> So valid. But yeah, um, I don't like that I can't make sure that something, like, fits my ass before I purchase it. Yeah. Trust me. I I get it. (laughs) Rant over for now. There will be a next time. When everything was, like, custom made. No, and I was talking to my boyfriend about this and, like, explaining how, like, Obviously, like, the men's sort of clothing sizing system doesn't eliminate all problems, because, like, guys who are, like, on the shorter side or, like, really tall, like, yeah, you can still have trouble finding, like, pants that fit or whatever, but at least there's, like, a measurement to it. Women's clothing numbers are just so arbitrary. Like, why am I a four in some brands and then an eight in others? Explain it to me. 
Yeah, I'm a medium in some brands as a size 12, and I'm a 1XL in other brands as a size 12. I'm like, what? That's not even like in the same it's, range. Yeah, it's not even the That's same like ballpark. One is considered straight sizing and the other one is considered plus sizing. Why are they overlapping? That doesn't make any sense. Absolutely bizarre. Um, It drives me insane. And now the thing that I just thought was funny happened last night. Um, Harley, are you at all familiar with the band Ghost? It doesn't matter if you are or not. It's just going I to am not. change how I tell the story ever so slightly. So I'm obsessed with this. This is what the necklace is. Um, this, like, kind of metal, hard rock, like, occult hard rock band called Ghost, where um, everyone wears a mask, they all play characters on stage, and there is backstory that is officially sanctioned by the band they like release videos and stuff like that it's like uh oh, explaining interesting the characters and the things that they're doing i found out last night after having been talking about this to my boyfriend for like oh well over a year now like i don't you can ask her she's in hell i don't shut up about it it is the only thing i care about <laughs> and i appreciate you for tolerating me every single day but um i found out that last night that the whole time my boyfriend has thought that all of the sort of like the backstory, the lore was just being made up by fans on the fly. And that's why he was so unbelievably confused as to how I could possibly keep anything straight in my head. Because some of it was like, Brooks, this is going to be a test for you. Do you remember the word fanon from my PowerPoint night presentation? Glee? <laughs> Do you remember what it means? It's like fan canon. Correct. So like some of the masked performers are given nicknames by fans that that have stuck and now everyone knows it and that's how they, you know, differentiate from, you know, the lead guitarist or the rhythm guitarist, whatever. But there's a ton of stuff that is like written by the person who formed this band and like there are scripts and like officially sanctioned information. He thought that all of this was just completely fan and made up by Every single person who listens to this band and then whatever just gains the most traction is what's official. And it was revelatory. I finally understood why he has been so confused trying to, like, keep track of, like, who some of the characters are or, like, how these two, like, these two titles for a different person are not different people. It is the same character at, like, different job titles. And it's just... The only explanation I have is men. <laughs> but I found this out My last is night. Really offended in the background. <laughs> Sorry, he says not offended, just confused. Fair enough. But yeah, that happened <laughs> it's, last it's his, night. It's his default state. It's fine. We have been together for well over a year, and this entire time I have been talking about this band and like the lore and all of the things that go with it. No wonder he's been so fucking confused. Name nameless ghouls are made up. He just kind of like he heard. Yeah, the up. the ghoul names are made up, but there's so much else that like I mean it are all made up, but like there's so much else that's like this is put out by the person who founded this project. Like this is written by that person, and I was just like, huh. That explains... He never thought to Google it? No, apparently not. <laughs> Just because I talk about it so much, why would he have to? Um, 
There's a lot of reasons. <laughs> He's going to see this band with me in um, August, by the way. That's hilarious. So that was just a really fun thing that happened to me today, and I thought it was super fun. Or it happened to me yesterday, and I thought it was super funny. <laughs> It is pretty funny. Because he's like, who's like, who's writing all this? I was like, what do the you band? mean? What do you mean who's writing all this? The band is writing this. He's like, huh? You mean the videos aren't just like, he thought all the, he thought it was like cosplay videos that people were taking like as canon. <laughs> Please, Summer Child. It was so funny. He's 28. That's hilarious. <laughs> and he's like not a fandom person so like i kind of get it but as a person who has been involved in fandom spaces since i was like 13 utterly hilarious she found out before the ritual because otherwise i feel like that, that would have been so fucking awkward. funny <laughs> that would have been great but um yeah that's the thing that happened to me last night that i just thought that everyone should know so there you have so it Publicly shaming Kyle, got it. Pub- yeah, publicly shaming Kyle. Maybe that'll be the episode title, who knows. But, now that we've gotten that out of the way, I would like to move into the things that I actually have written down as part of today's episode. Although, if anyone feels the need to bring up literally anything at any point, that's kind of what we do here. But the first thing that I'm just kind of kind of put on the table for everyone, worst cosplay mishap. Which one? <laughs> Any, all, Brooks, I know your experience is limited and compared to yours, Harley, mine also is, but, like, the floor well, is open to any and everybody. The, the biggest thing that has ever happened to me, like, are we talking, like, during a photo shoot or, like, mid-convention? Let's say mid-convention because I feel like that has the potential to be funnier. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> if you're not familiar with the video game... Fallout is a post-apocalyptic video game set after uh, nuclear warfare, and there are vaults that have dwellers in them that are experimented on by a company. I made a vault dweller cosplay. It is my most popular cosplay to date, and it actually helped me get through radiation treatment when I was going through cancer. So um, Fallout has a really special place in my heart, and it connected me with my fiance it's connected me with several of my closest friends i wouldn't trade it for the world but anyway the point was i was cosplaying for the first time at a convention my vault dweller and i had built armor for the first time i had bought replica weapons i had um tailored a suit i had you know gone above and beyond ordered 3d printed accessories specifically wired my phone into a 3d printed pip boy so i could have a pip boy that's awesome um that pit boy fell apart mid-convention literally about halfway through the day it would not stay shut and then the magnets and velcro gave way um because i did not realize at the time that the magnets that had been sent with the kit were supposed to be epoxied in not super glued in because you used super glue for the rest of the build they didn't specify it had to be epoxy and i didn't realize it was those level of magnets So halfway through the convention, it fell apart to the point where I could not even keep it on my wrist. And I was about to head, if you've ever been to New York Comic Con, there's a tunnel where there's a lot of photographers. 
Um, and I was about to head out there to see what was going on, see if anybody was willing to do a shoot with me, any, like, even if, because a lot of my friends hang out there, too, because if you've also been there, you know that's where the food trucks are. <laughs> oh, and yeah. He, the takoyaki stand was there, and my fiancé was like, let's go get takoyaki. Yeah, see, he's dancing in the background. He loves takoyaki from that stand. I mean. But anyway, um, so I was about to go out there, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, this sucks. So we actually found um, when we went upstairs, because at the at the moment we were in the bottom cafeteria, but we, we went upstairs to go out to the tunnel and um, we ran into a cosplay repair station and we ended up duct taping it closed, um, which you can't see in photos, which is great. But unfortunately, it is now a husk. Uh, I've Rip. even upgraded phones since then. So it's 3D printed to a phone I don't even have anymore. Um, so I think, so it's, I could, I mean, I could, I could like put more detail into painting it and put in a screen. It's not, it's not like I can't use it ever again. It's just, it's, it's going to be a lot of work. It happens. But that was mid convention and that was, it was rough. I have since bought three other pit boys because <laughs> I have no self-control. Literally same. I don't know if I necessarily have, like, a really bad mishap that has happened to me mid-convention because I haven't gone to that many. Um, there's It's always terrible when you're walking around and you just feel the wig caps sliding back. Big grips. I, yeah, that was a lesson learned. I can wear... I can wear really back heavy wigs with a wig grip. I mine are silicone, but you can get velvet ones. They don't I got the hold ones. quite as well as the silicone ones, but the silicone ones do the trick. Um and they will prevent most things from sliding off your head. Yeah, that was me that was me learning my lesson walking around my first Saratoga Comic Con, just like oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Cause I have had yeah. short hair since like eighth grade. And I've, like every time I put on a long wig, I'm just like, "Ooh, this is so fun!" And like not really knowing what to do with it anymore. Yeah. And then I just feel it, just like, ink, 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 ink. just like shit. My shit, hair shit. is naturally really long. <laughs> um, so I am used to long hair. I actually most of my wigs are short hair though, which is because I refuse to cut my hair. Oh, I, I like, came. I don't this care about dyeing my hair. Like, if I wanted to dye my hair a different color, like for a cosplay, I totally would. But I refuse to cut my hair. Right now, I'm growing it out for my wedding. But usually, I have at least shoulder length hair. Oh, I was like this close to shaving my own head for a cosplay. <laughs> Listen, like, I whatever. When man. I get ready for cosplay, I shave my like the little like flap of hair down here. I shave that. Um, I should. That's genius. Yeah. And I have waxed them off before. Respect, honestly. <laughs> it was, I was trust saying. me, the salon looked at me like I had six heads. I was like, hey, could you wax my sideburns off? And they were like, what's wrong with you? They were like, they literally just stopped. They were doing my nails at the time. And they just looked at me and they were like, Why? What? And I'm like, listen, I just have a photo shoot coming. I lied and said I had a photo shoot. It was really a convention, but I was like, I, I don't have, have time to explain this. I want to look. I was like, I want to look fantastic. And they're like, oh, okay. And then honestly, that was such an awkward experience that I don't care to repeat because I have social anxiety that I just shave them off at home. I love that for you. Um, 
throwback this isn't even necessarily a mishap this is just i can't believe i pulled this off in the way that i did throwback to the time where i like put together an entire cosplay using like twine my dad's old shirt and and like i think it was like a sorting hat was supposed to be i threw it together and i painted my face and i was like fuck it i'm scarecrow from batman because all my friends were batman villains the other day like that one of the days of the convention i was like if it works it works works. speaking of batman that is one of my cost plans for later this year very fun yeah we me and my fiance are getting married in september and we are going to new york comic-con this year and this year's lineup is going to be all uh quote unquote just married um cosplays which i think is really cute and it was his idea so i am I'm I'm giving him the credit here. Um, so we're doing so we're doing Catwoman and Batman from their wedding. Amazing. Uh, so I have I have like seven gowns hanging in my closet for various different things, and I'm just like God, I, I wish that were me. Um, so we're doing Catwoman and Batman. We are doing Flynn and Rapunzel from Tangled Ever After. Um, so which cute. I will also be walking down the aisle to a piano version of Icy Delight from Tangled. It is my favorite movie, and um. He is my Eugene. So anyway, love it. Um, we're doing uh, Vault Dwellers, but uh, we're doing a unique twist on it. So I am known for my bunny suit cosplays. So I am going to be doing a Vault Bunny, and he is going to be doing like a Hugh Hefner Vault Dweller kind of thing. Okay, vibes. And then we are also doing uh, just married little like bride and groom, shy guy and shy gal. This is so cute. He actually, he came up with the Fallout one and he came up with the Shy Guy one. So I, you know, I like, I, I am, I am very creative, but I did not think of those. So I have to give him credit where credit is due. I love everything about that so much. (laughs) Yeah. And trust me, Comic-Con tickets this year were the easiest they've ever been. And I don't know why that was. (laughs) And I am like kicking myself for this because the four day tickets are sold out. And I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm not do. I'm not gonna every single day. Well, Saturday is also sold out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Next year. Well, we got. I was in and out in under twenty minutes, and I managed to get two four day passes and a Thursday pass. God damn. Yeah, that's why I was like, this is the literally the easiest it's been all year. That's whack. I was late to work once because I was getting Comic Con tickets. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I specifically, if Comic-Con tickets go on sale during a weekday, I will take the day off, or if I'm scheduled, I will call out. As you should, as is your God-given right, in my, you know, personal opinion. Yeah. Good news is this weekend, uh, this past weekend when they went on sale, um, I actually, the same day they went on sale, I had my bridal shower. So, like, I'm literally, like, I wake up early in the morning, my fiancé wakes up early in the morning because we both had to be there, and he's like, we're like waiting the the shower was at noon and like tickets go on sale at 10 and we're like okay like 10 we're like, we have the timer up we're like 10 a.m on the dot we click the button and we're like in the queue and i'm like all right now i can do my makeup for the shower so i'm like at the counter doing my makeup which you can you can see the mirror and like all of my makeup still out there um but uh, i was like doing my makeup he's like oh you're in and i'm like what I'm what on. do you mean I'm in? I'm I've been a, I've been away for like ten minutes. What what happened? That's He's like, wild. yeah, you're in. Yeah. Damn. It was impressive. Uh, yeah, Brooks. Any mishaps that you feel the need to share, other than just your entire experience? <laughs> Not that anything bad happened, just that you were deeply uncomfortable. Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. Just most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
That doesn't sound good. I have a weirdly sensitive head. Oh, so headaches. Yeah, well, like, I had a wig on uh, the last convention we went to, and, like, this part of my head hurt for five days afterward. Like, it was all sensitive, and... Yeah. Just just wearing a wig for one day. And also, you had to, like, bobby pin your shorts into place. (laughs) That's because I ran out of time. (laughs) And, you know, it didn't help that I weighed them down with candy. Putting all that candy in my pockets. Yeah. There's that, too. We were uh, Wirt and Greg from Over the Garden Wall. Gotcha. That makes a lot more sense. I was like, why why did you have candy? (laughs) Like, that seems like a really surefire way to get yourself banned from a family-friendly convention. Like, (laughs) just handing out candy to little kids. This literally was was happening. I actually did, though. (laughs) (laughs) See, when you're in cosplay, it makes it less creepy. Yeah. You were just, like, walking around in a pair of shorts that were safety pinned together with a wig on and, like, handing out candy to strangers. No offense, but, like, <laughs> I would be freaked. And, I mean, I think you have every right to. But um, honestly, like, people do give out stuff in cosplay. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's a vibe. Adam Savage, when he dressed as No-Face at San Diego Comic-Con several years ago, oh, yeah, he, he gave like, out the gold chocolate gold. coins. And um, people, he said that more people, when he held it out to them, would go like this and be like fuck no and just walk away because if you take gold from no face that's a bad thing and oh away. Yeah, yeah yeah and I so didn't think that. some people some people who obviously like recognize the character but hadn't seen the movie in a long time or didn't realize that detail was in it would take the candy from him but for the most part everybody was like fuck no fuck this shit some someone said someone le- he said that someone leaned in and said fuck you and then walked away <laughs> And I was like, I was like, wow, that that guy, like, that guy just said fuck you to Adam Savage. Like, that's intense. Okay. I was like, poor Adam. Like, he didn't do anything. He was just offering chocolate. But I guess there's a problem. That's what I'm gonna call a bit much. Okay. Does anyone have anything else to say on this subject before we move on to a tangential one? No. Okay. What is the most toxic fandom you've ever been involved in? Disney. <laughs> oh man, I look and back. I I refuse to elaborate. No, I have ADHD. I will always elaborate. Um, Mood. so Disney is really nasty to the people who cosplay Disney princesses if they do not fit the beauty standards of that princess. Shocker. Yeah. So, like, when I was a size sixteen, I cosplayed the ball gown version of Belle. And I got so many, like, they, the worst part is they they can't even comment it on a public forum. They have to, like, DM you and insult you in DMs. And I'm like, why? But anyway, they were so nasty. They were so incredibly nasty. They were like, you're too fat to cosplay, Belle. I'm like, with all due respect, I am wearing a corset. I know my waist is snatched. Like, it is forcibly being snatched right now. And I mean, like, consider this. Die. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, and Disney Disney fans are also just, I love Disney. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to Disney on my honeymoon. I truly love Disney. But the fandom is is bad. They're, the fandom is really bad. I've is... heard really bad things about the Star Wars fandom, too. Oh, my God. Which is a subset of Disney, it's... but. I, like, I love, like, the original trilogy. I will not touch 
And, like, I have enjoyed some of the other movies that have come out since. I will not touch, like, the actual, like, any sort of, like, Star Wars fandom space on the internet. Terrifying. Um, yeah, I was I've on actually Tumblr never seen Star Wars. 2013. And <laughs> I, not that I was, like, actively blogging about this or, like, writing anything for it, but I was sort of, like, tangentially in the, like, super hulock scene, which, Christ alive. Yeah, we all had those days. I was Jesus. I was part of the super hulock scene. That was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> I, I, I prefer to not remember those days. Thank you. No, it was... Mm. So bad. Yeah. Um, as someone who has met David Tennant several times, uh, oh, I love it. And I like. Yeah, I still, I'm actually meeting him again this year at Comic Con. And I still like. I still really love like Doctor Who in particular. Like, still a huge fan. But like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Doctor Who in general, like if you're just a solo Doctor, I never got into Sherlock or um, I Supernatural, so I never. I never Supernatural was... is the one that I like look back the most and be like, what the, f- like what the fuck? Yeah, like for at least for but me, I've, I've never seen those other two shows. But if you take Doctor Who alone, like Doctor Who by itself, it's actually a pretty decent fandom. They're the fans all all seriously love the show and will do almost anything for each other. But it's which just... like is banger, but also like. Everybody leave Jodie Whittaker alone. I haven't seen any of her episodes, but I will fight people on the internet about it. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Love her. Yeah. So my, like, brief... I still can't believe David is coming back. I don't care for how long, but the fact he's coming back at all, I'm like, dude. Which, like, he has a weirdly specific niche as an actor of, like immortal who is vaguely in tangential relationship with a semi-sentient space traveling vehicle or time traveling vehicle like it's it's an oddly specific niche and i'm really proud of him for finding that to be like here's my thing about the david Tennant coming back thing like on the one hand nice on the other hand give somebody else a fucking chance in his defense all british tv shows share like four actors this is also incredibly true I also yeah. love the way that, like, anytime anyone asks Peter Capaldi about, like, returning to Doctor Who, he, like, almost pulls a gun on them. <laughs> I mean, Stephen Moffat really murdered him in his writing. Because, like, he got... Peter Capaldi, who is a really gifted actor, got shafted with lines like, don't be lasagna. I kid you not, that is an actual line that Peter Capaldi was forced to say I... as the Doctor. Peter Capaldi is my favorite Doctor, and I know that is a controversial statement. Stop no, he's look- up there as one of my Stop favorites. looking at me like that. We have almost slip-punched each other over this. But, like... The writing sometimes... is bad. It's really bad. And he, bad. like, did so much with the very little that he was given at times. Yeah. But, yeah, just... Yeah, Super Hulak, God, what a time that was. I look back and I'm just like, what was I doing? What was anyone doing? We were all angsty teenagers. It it was it was just a bad move all around. And it was always worse when you found someone in that circle when you were like 14 and they were like 22. And I was just like, and like, because then I look back on that and I'm like, here's the thing. That was like that whole phase of my life was influenced by how fucking 14 years old I was. You don't have an excuse. Yeah. And this is not me here being toxic, like, trying to be toxic about, like, hey, if you're having fun and, like, not, you know, 
bothering people, go nuts, do whatever you want. But sometimes... <laughs> it's when you start bothering people that it becomes an issue. And it's like, why was a 22-year-old bothering people over this? Yeah. Like, don't you have better things to do? <laughs> I wish I understood. Like a job? Or a hobby, maybe? Mm -hmm. But then, on the flip side of this, um, best fandom that you've ever been involved in? Fallout. Hands down. Like, not even a question. There has been nothing but undying support for my Fallout career for the video game. There is, you know, I make several different I mean, I sell prints, obviously. I'm a professional cosplayer. It's what I do. But I also make things to sell. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I make is replica New Vegas bottle cap jewelry. So I have um, earrings, a necklace, a keychain, and a charm. That's it's all fun. the same bottle cap, but it's legitimate bottle caps that have been created with the uh, New Vegas Nuka-Cola uh, logo. But besides the point, Fallout has been the most receptive to me, and it has been the most welcoming to me. And yeah, it can be toxic toxic at times but man oh man do those fans like they rally when you need them yeah my i like was always in this weird kind of space especially when i was younger like interact like kind of like taking up space in fandom online specifically like i'd always be like how do people find like fandom friends or whatever and like as much as there's often much drama on like ghost twitter and like there's some incident every other day the people that I have found, like, I literally just, like, got randomly added to a group chat of, like, ghost fans. And now we're all, like, besties. And, like, there have been other places where, like, the, like, everyone has their kind of, like, little click. You kind of gotta, like, beg to get in or you can't break in. Like, I found that to be true with what we do in the shadows. Which, like, absolutely love that show. But I, like, was going around being like, hey, does anyone have any, like, you know, fan groups for this? Like, is anyone trying to make one? No response. No one, no chats were, like, ever accepting new people, so I just had to, like, make my own, which turned out to be great. But, like, Ghost is very, I have found it to be very receptive to people, except when there's drama going on. But you're gonna get that everywhere, so. It's always drama. I'm I like... work in HR, trust me, there's always drama. But sometimes it's fun to be in the trenches. <laughs> Of a particular, I, of I any tell kind people, of fandom. I tell people I went into HR because I'm nosy. Um, Literally. And one of my favorite hobbies is reading Facebook comments. Uh, because if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna, like, is this one of my toxic traits? Is it one of my red flags? Yeah, probably. I'm a gossipy bitch. I am a walking red flag today. So. I am a gossipy bitch. Love that for you. And, like, Crime. do I know this is one of my problems? Yeah. Brooks, I feel like you're just sitting here like, man, I'd love to study you. Because this is what you do. Yeah, but actually, I know I'm not super active in fandoms, but I actually have one. I mean, I please, butt in whenever. Star Trek. I hear oh, Trekkie! Oh, yeah. The Trekkies are a wonderful people. <laughs> Because um, I actually, I dated a a really like terrifyingly hardcore trucky. Um, would would not would not recommend like that level of trucky, but like 
normal trekkie like to mildly obsessed trekkie is totally fine it's when you get into the like wants to wear it in the bedroom kind of thing then you're like all right cool you're taking a little too far like i'm all for sexy cosplay i'm all for doing what you need to in your relationship but i am not that kind of person (laughs) Yeah, I I know a couple of, like, hardcore Trekkies, and I, I went to the world premiere of Strange New Worlds in New York City year before last. And That's I've done awesome. Trek, yeah, Trek events. And, like, everybody is always just super nice and welcoming, and I think it's because of a lot of the philosophy of the various shows, where it's, you know, they're, they're essentially trying to teach morality in a way. Right? So yeah. It's just a very nice community. Every once in a while, of course, you're going to have a person that's not being very nice. But for the most part, it's delightful. Same with the Same. cosplay community in general. Like, just just so you know, there, there are a ton of good eggs, but there are some that you're just like, why are you the way you are? And I'm always just like, what do you get out of it, you know? Anytime there's people know. who are like, stirring stirring the pot in any sort of fandom sense i'm like what what's the point yeah those are the people who have literally nothing better to do with their lives it fascinates me thing that's been happening on thing that happened on ghost twitter today people are being really weird about a band that writes a lot of songs about sex and they're like oh don't sexualize the band don't like make jokes about calling the lead singer daddy or whatever when he's up there like thrusting on stage and saying and has said on multiple occasions i'm going to fuck each one of you in the parking lot they're like don't sexualize ghost i'm like oh my god hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
that's 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 intense. I'm just like, are we listening to the same band? <laughs> like, where have you been? Have you listened to any of their like? Have you actually listened to any of their songs? Like, I'm just like, I wish I understood. Like, what <laughs> is the point? Even in the Star Trek community, I feel like one of the things that people do when they just want to start some shit is they'll uh, go in and mention the Tuvix controversy. Like, there's, like, these little pressure points that they know everybody gets really fired up about. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the short version of it is that there were these two separate characters in Voyager, Tuvok and Neelix, and through a transporter incident, they got combined into one person. Oh, boy. And so there was this big question of, do we leave it as this one person, or do we try to separate them back into their individual people, essentially killing this new person? And it is... Ooh, hot button issue. I can imagine. That's like a severe ethical dilemma. That's like the Kobayashi Maru exam. Like, I, never, in real I life, didn't even like... think of this. And this would be good for, like, a future discussion if we don't want to do this right now, but, like, phrases to start a fight among nerds. Do you want to start a fight? <laughs> works every time. Roll for initiative also works every time. <laughs> like, that's I'm a, a good... huge D&D nerd. <laughs> There's a discussion point that I might save if you ever want to come back. Things you can say to start a fight I between a bunch of nerds. I will come back. We'll, we'll bookmark this for Mid-Hudson. How about oh, fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Love it. We can get audience feedback. Oh, fantastic. So if we were comfortable with moving on, I have a game that I like to play. Okay. Um, and it is um, it's called Smut or Angst. I will give you the title of a fanfiction. You have to guess whether it is smut or angst based on that title. I will tell you whether you are right or wrong. I have ten fanfics that I have taken from my personal bookmarks. Um, no, you do not get to know what they are. <laughs> and that's that's it. That's the game. I stole it from uh, TikTok. This is really fun. I am really bad at these. Oh, fantastic. Really, really bad at I these. made it confusing... I made it as difficult as possible on purpose because I think it's really funny. All right, I am ready. Um, so the first title, the first fanfic title I have for you both is um, Let the Poison Spill. Is that smut or angst? Smut. It's smut. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Off to a good start! <laughs> Second one. Usually, was it an enemies to lovers trope? I feel like it was an enemies to lovers trope. No. No, it wasn't. Damn it. <laughs> Second one. Is over. Drunk on you. Angst. A trick, because my first thing, my first thought is smut, but. Is that we're going to say that? Is that final answer? Yeah. It is angst. Yeah, so I said no. <laughs> I feel like I should put this out there. I do not read fan fiction at all, at all. So, and I don't know Usually, how you live. Yeah, I've I've all, I you I haven't read fan fiction in a while, but I read a lot of nerd stuff like comics and mangas and I, graphic novels and stuff. So, like, if Ao3 ever goes down permanently, you will never see me again. <laughs> you will never see me again. Anyway, um, <laughs> the title of this one 
is please put your dick away. <laughs> Smut. The last one tricked me, and so I want to go the opposite of my instinct and say angst. It is angst. Yeah. <laughs> I only got one. Uh, title number four. The softest of closures. Smut. Angst. It is smut. <laughs> number five. Not in English. Or the title is not in English. The title is Intermezzo. Italian. It is indeed. Smut. It's smut. Correct. Title number six. Hmm? I think that's the first time we picked the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. Title number six. Anesthesia. Angst. I hope it's angst. Correct. Because <laughs> I don't like the idea of drugging somebody. <laughs> oh, see, I was that thinking... is That is called illegal activity, yeah. my friend. Yeah. See, I, like... I thought that one could potentially be confusing because it's like, oh, I want to for like we're hooking up because I want to forget about everything or something like that. Mm. Oh yeah, I could see that, but that's not where I went originally. I went like, Fair oh, enough. you numb my pain, kind of original. That's where I went. That's what like that when I pick titles for this game in particular, like that's what I try to do. Where things like it's like, oh, this could be really sad, but it could also be like, oh, we're hooking up because feelings. <laughs> so, there you have it. But um, number seven. In name only. Smut. It is smut. <laughs> when in doubt, just pick smut. Honestly, when in <laughs> doubt, just pick you smut. Say what was that t-shirt you said you could never actually buy me? Uh, I think it was, it's a beautiful day to read smut. <laughs> That's I could never hilarious. read that anywhere, but God, uh, wear that anywhere, but I God, will, I own a cricket and I have vinyl. I will make you that shirt next. <laughs> literally, if I can, if I can arrange a panel at Mid Hudson or Saratoga or whatever, let's go. Let's like go. I will make you a shirt and we can play this game. Like that's fine. <laughs> oh my God, we went to Toracon because uh, Brooks here is based out in Rochester, and one of the things that they did as a panel at Toracon was I, one of the I funniest. I at Flower City last year. Was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. It was a reading bad fan fiction panel where they would just give dramatic readings of like bad like Wattpad fanfics, and like they didn't put like That's names hilarious. or anything, so they weren't like actually like publicly shaming people. But oh my God, I was on the floor. It was so That's hilarious. Funny. Well, they're accepting panel applications. I'll send you the Discord link. Don't mind if I do. Um, I didn't say this one already, did I? Consolation? No, but okay, I'm cool. guessing angst. Final answer. <laughs> it is angst. The last second I was like, I don't know, I feel like that could be smut. That, that's why I, that's no. what I pick them based on. Nine. Turn another page. Smut. Hey. Smut. And ten. The morning after. Oh, that's smut. I feel like it's gotta be a trick. It's up angst? to you, bestie. Angst? It is indeed angst. <laughs> it was a trick. <laughs> you cheated! <laughs> How? But not What? I call shenanigans. <laughs> I mean, if you really don't believe me, I will put the link in the Discord for no, you specifically. 
but no one else gets to know what I'm reading. I really do think we should propose a bad fanfiction reading panel. Oh, 100%. I, I, I will submit for panel application. I am so here for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you would have to supply all the stories because I don't actually read fanfiction. Done. I <laughs> Done. I have yeah. seen things I can never unsee. That was a great Yeah, time. don't mentally scar people. That's the problem. Mm, we've already know. been mentally scarred by a bad fanfiction panel, and it was really fun, so I'm going to say worth it. Oh, man. It was a blast. We actually, one of the stories, the, guys, the guy performed it just so well, like, so over the top. Shakespearean. Yeah. It was just, beautiful. It was and so I went and I Googled until I found the actual story online. It was on FFN, wasn't it? I don't remember, but I actually still have the tab open on my phone. Keep Jab that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jab of the Slut. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is that oh. what you think it is? <laughs> oh, it's. Send me the link. <laughs> it's, it's a master. Sure, I want to know. Thing of beauty. You can. Here's the thing. It's hilarious, but you also cannot go. You can never return to a state of not knowing. <laughs> Yeah, I can kind of tell that. <laughs> there are phrases in that story that I can just still, like, they haunt me. Mm -hmm. They just pop in my head now and then. Yep. It was great. <laughs> it was that's fantastic. Um, unless anyone has anything else to say regarding just about anything, I do have something else that is on the list. And then we do a thing at the end of every podcast episode called The Weekly Worsening, which is just how we talk, we share a thing that makes us um, something that's fun for us, but makes us a more insufferable person to be around. Like, I'm worse gotcha. for everyone else, but I'm having a blast. Like, that type of beat. Gotcha. So, like, we'll get to that. But the final thing I have has absolutely nothing to do with cosplay or anything. I just, Brooks, I remember distinctly after um, our last recording session, before we wound up take, taking a week off... I told you to save your anger about this question that I asked for the next podcast. Um, so I just want to know everyone's thoughts on eating raw pasta. Like, is, is it normal? Permissible? Is it a generation-specific form of weirdness? Discuss. Um, I've never heard of people eating raw pasta. Huh? I think that is the weirdest thing on the planet. Oh my god, I eat raw pasta all the time. When I was in college, wrong with you? when I was in college, one of my RAs was walking around the building doing like room checks or whatever, and she just had a box of like raw spaghetti and was eating it. That's so weird. Everyone I know Hold does on. this. How old are you? Twenty-five. I'm twenty-six. This is bullshit. <laughs> what the fuck? What is wrong with you? My fiance's thirty-three. He's never heard of it before. You don't just, I don't like, think he has. You don't just, like, crunch a noodle when you're waiting for the water to boil? No! <laughs> it's good. But it's just dried dough! That's literally all it is! But love, no flavor. Love the crunch. Okay, it, okay. In, in terms of weird things that I've actually enjoyed, though, like, hardtack? Do you know what hardtack is? Oh my god, we made uh, it as part of a class project. It was like, oh, look how bad everything pretty is. It's good. It kind it's really of just slaps. flour and water, but it's actually pretty good it like kind of right. slaps i know right <laughs> if you eat it soon enough after you make it mm -hmm. then it actually is kind of fluffy yeah it's just and a cracker like, it's, yeah it's pretty much just 
like depending on how you make it you can either make it as like a bread or like more as like a cracker i made it as more of like a bread and i was like all right cool but like literally it's just flour and water that's yeah it. i really was it's not mad at it for like sailors long voyages back in the colonial era like but yeah i eat raw pasta all the time whenever i am i did that literally less than an hour ago when i was making myself some i'm noodles judging you a little bit i mean please go for it <laughs> Like, that's the whole point of this show. It is to judge each other and then get mad. There's a reason um, people make pasta and then put sauce on it. Like, you don't see people just making pasta and just eating it with nothing on it. I mean, I do that. Just plain noodles with nothing? I'm yeah. not going to say I've never done it. I don't do it frequently, but I do it occasionally if yeah, I'm too lazy to happens. go find a sauce. That sounds terrible. It's pretty bland. And I mean, but also, like, you know I am kind of just a- ass meal? I am a whore for a plain carb. Like, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes it just hits. My best easy, like, I don't care about anything meal is we have a rice cooker and it is rice and Japanese barbecue sauce. That is it. Like, you nice. cook the rice, you drizzle some Japanese barbecue sauce on it, and you mix it up, and that is it. That is such a good meal. You know a thing that I'm obsessed with and do constantly? I make myself an egg and cheese quesadilla. Really? It's delicious. It's so good. I'll have to try. Highly recommend. That was a thing I started doing in college because, duh, that's where you do all of your weird cooking experiments. And I was like, wait a second. This is fantastic. Also, scrambled egg breakfast burrito. You scramble your eggs, put a little cheese in there, whatever. Maybe whatever kind of vegetable you like. Put it in a fucking tortilla. Sounds lovely. There's actually a dish that my fiance makes called Hobbit Hash. Um, Already sold. He found it on TikTok. Um, it's potatoes, eggs, cheese, peppers, and onions. And it's like cubed potatoes and you cook it in the bacon. Oh, there's also bacon in it. I forgot about that. Hell yes. Um, so there's like you cook the bacon and you cook the potatoes in the bacon grease. And then you toss it all together with some cheese and some eggs and some peppers and some onions. It is so good. And when you wrap it in a shirt, you go, mm. Consider Damn me good. Say less. I am sold. I love that for you. But yeah, um, I think it's fine to eat raw pasta. I don't think it's weird. I'm I mean, fine okay, if you but judge like, me. weird is relative, so like I think it's weird, but I also dip French fries into ice cream and eat them. So I and I put pickle juice on French fries. So it's really like okay, the a, pickle juice thing. I've never heard of the putting your fries in your frosty or in your milkshake. I mean, maybe this is just because I, you know, we exist in a time of internet and everyone can share the like weird individual things that they do. But that seems that's pretty normal. Well, the pickle juice is weird. That I know. That I haven't heard about before, so I will give you that one. Well, they, in my defense, I obviously don't think it's that weird to mix potatoes and pickles because they make dill pickle flavored potato chips. So, like, I feel yeah, like okay. I have a leg to stand on here, but I don't, they're not like, dri they're not like squeezing pickles out onto okay, fresh French fries. Okay, that's a little odd. Yeah, that's what I, I will do. give you that one. And then I eat the pickle and the French fry. Like, I eat them separately, but interesting yeah. it's actually really good because you get you get like really you get the the acid from the um i want to see if i can get at least one person on my side on this eating raw pasta thing i'm gonna see if my sister picks up she probably won't but if she does it'll be really funny would we really trust her opinion though i mean 
we can trust her opinion on this one thing. Not to be very, not to be mean to my sister, but very opposite personalities does not think a lot of the same things that we find funny are funny and we just can't wrap our minds around it. I will never get over her not thinking Marcel the Shell is funny. Listen, I wish I understood, but I don't. She probably won't pick up, but... I did call her once on the podcast before and she did pick up, which was a surprise, but I'll take it. Let's see. Fingers crossed, everybody. Just silence? <laughs> she might be at work. I don't know. Your call has been forwarded ah, to an automatic voice message. All right. We tried. We did try. I have witnessed I'll give her you eat. A gold star for I that have one. witnessed her eat raw pasta before, though, so I know that she does it. Maybe it's a maybe it's a family thing. Like, where I'm based out of Connecticut, and I grew up, and I was born and raised, and moved around a lot when I was a kid. But I come from an Irish German family. I, I never came from like an Italian family or anything. I don't know if my it's family a, like is a cultural thing. No, my family's primarily Irish, and various other forms of European. And I know friends, like, I have friends, like, we have friends who do it. This is in- interesting. I have no idea. I think it's fine. <laughs> I have opinions. That's, I have pretty strong opinions about that, actually. That's the whole, that's the whole show. We <laughs> love strong opinions here. But unless anybody else has anything to say about that, I think that is going to bring us to the weekly worsening, which, man, oh man, do I have something. I'm like, curious. I mean, Brooks, you take a wild guess as to what this has to do with. See, the thing is, there are so many things you're getting, like, so many areas where you're getting worse simultaneously. Yeah, it's, it's constant. Um, but what, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, it's always ghosts. Is the yeah. First thing that comes to mind. Yeah, it's okay. ghost. Um, yeah. Today, they announced the release of, like, a special box set edition of uh, Impera with, like, a photo book, uh, like, you know, fancy color variant, um, unreleased single on vinyl. Um, It was, like, $200. (laughs) He already ordered it. Yeah. Yep, Yep. like, uh, five minutes after they announced it. I mean, I can't fault you. I mean, like, <laughs> Comic-Con tickets are $275 a pop, and that is yeah. something you only get to experience for four days. Yeah. And you do not want to know the amount of money I spend on cosplay or the shop. It is disgusting. I actually oh, yeah. started tracking it this year, like, to see how much money I spent on cosplay. And I don't... Here's in the, the span of January to February, I spent almost two grand. That's one of those things where, like, I don't need to know because reality is already a hellscape and this is what I do to make it not a hellscape. I don't need to know, like, what I'm sinking into that because this is what makes life worth living. Yeah, I'm a little different because 
Um, I'm trying to get in the habit of tracking my cosplay because when I, as I eventually grow bigger and bigger, I will eventually need to start using it as a tax write-off, and I don't want the IRS oh, to be like, yeah. uh, hey, what gives? Because this is eventually going to be my full-time career, not my... Also, just weekend. literally the most, one of the most annoying things about the United States in general is that the government knows how much money you owe. They just won't tell yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Anyway... How are you two worse this week? Um, I had a manic episode and decided to pick fights with people because I was bored. So Love I it. was entertained. Love but it. But everybody else. Fights about really what, if you angry. don't mind my asking? Um, so I basically, like, so my friend um, goes to, I used to work at a Renaissance fair, um, but she goes to renaissance fairs almost year round she goes to oh, renaissance fairs and larps she doesn't do conventions but she does ren fairs and larps so she dresses up in renaissance fair garb Love um it. and costumes and stuff like that i mean i have i have like six grand worth of renaissance costuming in my closet it's ridiculous how expensive it is and how oh, much yeah. i have but anyway not the point so anyway she only she doesn't have a professional page she doesn't take this seriously she just dresses up on the weekends and goes to ren fairs so she made a comment in a group chat that was like, hey, I just found a photographer for one of the rent fairs she goes to. And I was like, well, why do you need a professional photographer if you only post the photos on Facebook? And she's like, what do you like? What does that even mean? And I'm like, um, well, you know, professional photographers usually need to be paid. And if you're paying someone when I know you're a broke ass bitch, um, I think that's a waste of money. And she was like, how dare you? And I was like, listen, I eventually did apologize because I was in the wrong. I shouldn't have picked a fight when I knew like what I was going to say was going to set her off. That was wrong of me. And I apologized. But at the time I was like, oh, let me poke some buttons here. <laughs> I am. I am so bad at that. Like I am. Whenever I fight, I fight dirty and I try not to fight. Like that is the last thing on my mind. But man, oh man, do I fight dirty when I have to. <laughs> Yeah, I said it before and I'll say it again. I am a gossipy bitch. Oh, yeah. Brooks, like, we're all, me and my friend, all good now. She actually ended up getting a ticket to Comic-Con. Which oh, sick. I thought was hilarious. So she's actually going on one of the days that I, I mean, obviously I'm going all four days, but um, she's going on Thursday, which is great. And she was like actually talking about wanting to cosplay. And I was like, cool. Now I'm actually really excited because you're expressing interest in something that I take really seriously and really passionately. That's about. what I did to you. <laughs> just talked at you about it for long enough. And then I was like, hey, you gonna do this? And you're like, I guess. And now here we are. And in her defense, she does, like, when she does go to run fair, she's used to posing for a camera and stuff like that. So it's not like she was totally out of line. But I was like, girl, like, it turns out the whole reason she was asking, like, she was telling us that she got a photographer is because she gets really elaborate headpieces made from Australia. Ooh, fun. And the, the creator wanted some pictures in practice of those things because they don't have LARPs or run fairs in Australia. And so she was like, okay, cool. I have all these crowns and now I want to get professional pictures to help out this person who creates all these beautiful things. And she just, so it's, it's like a whole thing, but like, I was just like, really? And she's like, if I'm not saying that I'm totally vocal of like being really loud and vocal about being proud of you for in your cosplay because I just booked another convention. So um 
she was like, if I'm not saying that I'm proud of you, it doesn't mean I don't support your cosplay career. I was like, cool, then don't change the subject every five seconds when I bring it up. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, why are you attacking me like this? I was like, listen, don't dish it out if you can't take it. <laughs> God damn. She, it was, yeah, I, I am, I tough love. That is my brand of friendship, tough love. <laughs> Sometimes it works. Brooks, how are you worse this week? I've been so busy that I haven't had much free time to be worse. Because hmm. I've been, like, doing things I had to do rather than the fun things that make me worse. But I did finish season three of Castlevania. Okay, fuck so, you. I haven't yeah. even finished season two yet. <laughs> I, I am halfway through season two, but that's because I keep get dis getting distracted by fairy tale and, um that's on me that's castlevania is another thing that is just in general making me worse have you seen arcane i have not watch it noted um, also like i please if you ever play video games don't get into the league of legends fandom because it is so toxic it is so i could never not play league legends. be involved like i so so i actually like watching esports and one of the esports i watch is league of legends so i know how to play i just don't but like, man, is that fandom toxic? And like, am I gonna cosplay from it? Yeah. Do I like the music? Yeah. Do I like watching them play? Yeah. Am I actually ever gonna play and get into the fandom myself? No. No. Yeah. Castlevania has made me so much worse. Um, Alucard in particular, because I was ready to bark for that man the second he showed up. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I have realized through my rewatching of season one that I am Sypha, because at one point, she's like, see? God, God hates, hates me. me. I love her yeah, so much. that is me. 100%. And I love Sypha so much. I read something that I took to heart about Castlevania, and it was like, out of a million brain cells, Trevor and Alucard share one, and Sypha has the rest of them. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wow, I've never seen anything so accurate in my entire life. Like, of course, Alucard and Trevor share one brain cell. They're practically screwing each other. Like, of course. Yeah, no. Um, I, I love Sypha so much. Sypha is my baby. I love her. But again, best, best girl. Actual waifu. Alucard, I am free on Thursdays. I will bark for you. I have um, one of my one of my best friends boyfriends has uh, is obsessed with Castlevania, but like was obsessed with Castlevania the game before the the show. I need came to out. check those out. They're actually pretty decent, but As he has gamer. on his forearm, like from his wrist to his elbow, a full black, uh, like colored in black castle from Castlevania, the video game. That's pretty sick. Like that's how much he loves it, and I'm like I'm like Jesse man like. Brooks, I feel like I interrupted you before you could even make a point about being slightly worse. Yes, Castlevania. Is there anything further? Also continue to play Zelda too much. You and I Kyle mean, should should talk. <laughs> yeah, but like Tears of the Kingdom is, is an absolutely stellar game, and so is Breath of the Wild. So like no one is gonna fault you. Yeah, so um I hadn't played any Zelda since I was like a kid, you know, like the original. And when Tears of the Kingdom was coming out, and I was like, well, I want to play it, but I gotta play Breath of the Wild first. So I've been playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, I have never actually- So I played, like, ten minutes of Breath of the Wild, but I have played 
almost every single Zelda game, including the DS versions, um, before this. And then once Breath of the Wild came out, I just, at the time, I didn't have a Switch. And then when I got a Switch, it was like a year and a half later. And I was like, I don't feel like spending $65 on a game that I'm going to play for like 10 minutes and then mm. get bored of. Um, but uh, so I watched my brother. Uh, I'm a, I have a twin brother. And I watched him play Breath of the Wild and I was like, oh my God, this game is gorgeous. And I was trying to, exp he's watched me play games like Fallout and Skyrim and like more first person kind of RPG-esque things. Uh, the which is annual four-week Skyrim obsession. Oh, God. Um, so anyway, he's, he's used to watching me play those because that's what I enjoy. And um, he, when I was watching him play, I was like, wow, this is gorgeous. He's like, yeah, the map is pretty big. I think it's bigger than Fallout. And I was like, oh. I don't think it, they're actually about the same. Oh wow! Yeah, Breath of the Wild is slightly larger. God damn. Yeah, and there are like, it's it's impressive. So, and then my fiance actually, his sister, my future sister-in-law, bought us a copy of Breath of the Wild, so he's been playing through it. So I've been able to watch it, but I don't have every time. So, if you're not familiar with Fallout. Uh, in New Vegas specifically, your weapons can break. I haven't and you played have New Vegas yet. Them. And I hate that mechanic. That is the worst mechanic that I can ever possibly think of, and I hate it. Um, I because I play for story. I don't play for like combat mechanics. Yeah, I generally um, play for story. Yeah, like Outer Worlds has a great option where you can play like for the story and everything is like super it's not like super easy but it's all way leveled down so you can focus on the story because there's a, you have to slog through a lot of shooting things but um, what i have to do when i eventually get brave enough to play outlast i'm just gonna set it to the easiest difficulty possible because i want to know the story but i'm a little baby well um speaking of being a little baby about video games uh Doki Doki Literature Club. I um, love Doki Doki Literature Club so much. So I I went through a phase in high school and college where all I would watch was horror movies. And then all of a sudden, one day, I was like, I'm going to watch a horror movie. And I watched a horror movie and I had nightmares for three weeks. What movie? So, so something in my brain changed and I, I can't stand horror anymore. Oh, I love horror. Um, I love so it. So I, someone recommended Doki Doki Literature Club to me. And I was like, okay, it looks like this cute game. Like, why not? And then someone said, I, I was reading like a review and they were like, please, if you have any triggers, do not play this game. And I was like, that's a really weird thing to put on a like dating sim. Like, I really don't understand. And so I looked up the Wikipedia article that tells you the plot with all the spoilers in it. And I read that whole thing. I had nightmares. I was like, I cannot play this game. I love Doki. But Doki I, I have, I also so have some mental illness troubles. So I was like, I was like, oh, cool. Like if I know about the triggers going into it, I can play it. And then I, I read the triggers. I was like, fuck no. I was like, I am oh, not same. putting it's, myself through it's, that. It's Worm City up in here. But yeah. um, I just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love horror. Like, horror video games in particular, though, are, like, my final frontier because I am totally cool with, like, watching scary movies, TV shows, reading scary books. Totally fine with it. Something about playing horror games where you have to- you have to be the one pressing the button to move yourself forward into the scary thing rather than, like, just, like, turning the page or, like, the movie where the plot continues and you are watching. You having to make the decision to walk into the scary thing. Oh, we're still trying to get there. You would never be able to play Dead Space. I 
I have gotten better, though. Slowly but surely, I am building up. It will happen someday. Have you ever heard of Dead Space? I have. I used, to be, I used to be such a wimp. I used to be terrified of, like, any of the ghouls in Fallout. I used to be so afraid to, like, engage any of them. But we've gotten better. Well, when I... So, <laughs> the very first time I played Fallout, it was Fallout 3, and... First um, Fallout I ever played was Fallout 4. Yeah, so I played Fallout 3. Um, my boyfriend at the time, when I was going through radiation treatment, gave me his PS3 as to borrow so I could play video games while I was in isolation. And he gave me Fallout, he gave me Skyrim, he gave me, like, a bunch of Bethesda games, because that's all he played. So I ended up playing Fallout 3, and I wasn't familiar, because I had never played any of the, like, first-person RPGs before, so I wasn't familiar with the whole, like, side quest kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I was more like, okay, the story. So I beat the story in, like, three hours, because Fallout 3, in general, is a pretty short game. Yeah. Um, and I didn't do any of the DLC, which I had access to, but I didn't do any of that. I didn't do any of the side quests. I just mainline, like <laughs> speed run. I speed ran the game. And then, and then I, and then I moved on to New Vegas and New Vegas is the only fallout that I have 100% complete to this day. And I'm nice. like, yeah, courier baby. I'm like, yeah, give me, give me the Mojave Wasteland. Like, it's yeah, it's like, honestly one of the best Fallout games. And Obsidian is actually in talks to be um, doing another Fallout. But I am, do. I am personally in Fallout news. I am personally really excited to hear more about the Fallout London mod for Fallout Four. It is a mod that um, completely revamps the game, where you, it takes place in London, and they have voice actors and new characters and a completely different map. And, I'm like, so here for it. And it's actually styled more like a horror game. So, like, if you've ever played Fallout before, you know if you turn on the light on your Pip-Boy, it illuminates the entire area in front of you, and there are no shadows, like, even behind objects, which is weird, because obviously that doesn't make sense in real life now fallout london has a specific mod i was just watching something about it this is the only reason i remember it um has a specific mod where it works like a flashlight so it only has like a circle of light instead of illuminating Ooh. the entire space in front of you um i am not looking forward to when i inevitably run into a death claw that way oh that'll be fun that'll be really I fun will, i will scream and i will cry like i don't but like yeah. death claws i've never liked death claws no thank you like fallout used to be a little too much but then i like got cool with that and then like the metro series used to be a little bit too much and now i'm totally fine with that so like you thought I... metroid was scary no metro oh i thought i was like metroid i was like what i've never played a metroid like, that game's not scary at all no i've never played any of those games in my life the um... oh they're actually really fun um they're like platformers I love the or, well the originals are like platformers there are some first person rpgs but like the the like no the metro x like metro 2033 which is, like, creepy underground, takes place in, like, the subway tunnels under, like, St. Petersburg and Moscow. It's great. It's based on a book. But, um, like, that used to be a little too much. And now I'm super cool with that. So, like, we'll get there, I think. Proud of you. We love that for you. She tries. But, um, unless anyone else has anything, anything further to say about any of the points we've made or about anything in general, I think that's no. going to bring us to the end. I am going to put in a shameless plug for myself. My name oh, is yes, Harley absolutely. Knox Cosplay. <laughs> My name is Harley Knox Cosplay. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Harley Knox Cosplay, all one word. Or you can find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, sorry, not Instagram. Uh, Instagram and Facebook is at Harley Knox Cosplay. Twitter is Harley underscore Knox. 
And um, I just joined a new social media app, which you can find in my Instagram stories. And yeah, I'll be guesting at touring around uh, not this weekend, next weekend. And then I've got Contropolis, New Jersey in July, um, Sugwai PopCon in August, Mid Hudson Comic Con in September, and then Saratoga Comic Con in November. So if you want to say hi, just swing by one of those conventions and we say hi. We will also be at uh, Mid Hudson Saratoga Comic Con, and we have a one week delay between recording and release. So by the time this comes out, you will be at whatever the first one you mentioned was. The oh, very toying ne- around the very next day. Oh yeah, awesome! So yeah, I will be at toying around this weekend, uh, June twenty fourth. So um, if you have any inkling or want to see what I sell or what I do, come out. I'll... It's in Johnstown, New York. Hell so. yeah. Um, as always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will see you again next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks, featuring special guest Harley Knox. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at AndSarahSaid, and check out Harley's link tree in the description. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.